Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the April 3rd edition. I decided to take a break from writing last week, uh, just because I wanted to spend a little bit more time thinking about what I would want to write about in the near future. Unfortunately, it seems that just writing things down is a better idea to generate ideas than doing nothing. Anywho, here are the two pieces I have for you. One, I want to make a case for keeping a much closer eye on effort while still keeping a softer eye on the results. As opposed to the current mentality that we see today of most weightage given to just results. And the second post is about the time delay in our body and why it is important to acknowledge and understand this delay. All right, the first piece. Keep a closer eye on your effort. This starts when you're young. I'm going to use my favorite template, exams. It doesn't matter how well you've understood your subject. What matters is what marks you're getting on that damn exam. Because it is with these marks that you are ranked, that you know where you stand in your school and in your college applications, and so on. Today, it is straightforward to recognize that it is a dumbed-down tool. A tool designed to solve a problem of sifting through a crazy amount of kids, ranking them, putting them into appropriate buckets, and so on. But the larger our population gets, the larger these numbers everywhere, and the more the system propagates itself. Right? Like, How do you fit all of these people into somewhere? So we have this mentality that results equal to effort, or sometimes results. That's it. Because it is much simpler to measure results. In sport, for example, did you win is the only measurement needed. And, well, it makes sense. Because in sport, that's the measurement. You win more, everything else follows. The more money you make, the more fans you have. And it's a great loop. But why do you need to take the same approach in your life. You're not an elite sport. Especially in your health and fitness. But even if we broaden that worldview and look at our work, our relationships. Why are we looking at everything through this outdated lens of results? Even many modern-day tools, the wearables and new tech that's coming up, they are inevitably helping us measure results, which is great, but it is important to recognize that results are half of what we need to view. I would say if we are going to weight effort and results, at the very least, we need to look at effort 
as at least 51% and the results as 49%. Of course, you want to measure your success on the gym, right? If you went on a training plan to improve your, let's say your 5K, you start by, hey, what's my 5K today? Let's say you do it in 30 minutes. And then eight weeks later, your 5K is 27 minutes. Ta-da, there's your proof. You saw results. The results as a direct consequence of your effort. Now, what if you didn't do anything those eight weeks, but you somehow managed to just go crazy and you still got the same result? You ran your 5K in 30 minutes. You did nothing much for eight weeks. And then you ran your 5K again in 27 minutes. Well, you have the result. You didn't really put in much effort. Should you then celebrate or acknowledge or is there any use at all out of this result? My argument is no, there isn't. Now, a lot of you might be saying, well, my 5K is faster. Who cares? Well, I think you should care. It matters more that you put in the right effort as Bill Walsh says, says, the score takes care of itself. Especially because you are not a measure of your 5K, your work-life balance, your relationships, your friendships, your sanity, all of them matter. But you all have life to just drag you along and to gain some sense of control, you look at a microcosm like this 5K and measure it. And everything is fine when this measurement is in the right direction and the whole world comes crashing down when it's not. And you and me, well, we tend to miss the larger picture when we do this. Let's be clear. You need to keep an eye on the results. You need to measure results. There's no doubt about it. But there needs to be more thought and analysis of the effort as well. The latest a uh, tool that's flooding the market, uh, continuous glucose monitors, something which has been in the diabetes circle for a while, and only, uh, say, doctors have been uh, had access to it. Well, it's now coming mainstream. The CGM allows you to see immediate consequences of your, say, lunch. You eat lunch. If your blood sugar spikes up, well, you know you've seen a direct result immediately and you can learn from it but honestly within a month you should be able to glean all the information you need you come on for example you eat juice you don't eat juice you drink juice or you have a lot of rice your blood sugar is going to go up how many times do you need to eat rice to figure this out because once you have these learnings then it becomes about putting in the right effort because the results will take care of themselves I'm a huge fan of heart rate monitors. I believe there's one gadget that all of us in the fitness world need to use. It is that. Everything else, while great, I don't think need to be analyzed permanently. Your sleep trackers, your pedometers, your CGMs, sure, they can keep on tracking, especially as pervasive computing becomes even more pervasive. Like right now, CGMs are a pain in the ass to use, but 
soon enough if you had an implant inside you and you didn't have to do much except look at the data later and the data is telling you what to do in terms of your effort it becomes a pain free loop but you don't need to keep obsessing over them because eventually what it comes down to is more focus on the effort you're putting in we need a 360 degree view of it rather than the one dimensional approach and the one dimensional approach is results at the same time if you're spending 12 hours at the gym and saying hey i'm putting in a lot of effort but you don't see your spouse or you don't see your friends is that a true result if you see you know the fat loss you want if you are at 10% body fat but can't partake in social gatherings is that a positive result you need to move away from what they say results are who the heck are they well you know mishmash of the fitness industrial complex um a term i'm stealing from chip conrad you know the media uh whoever is out there to make a profit all of them that's who they are they don't have your best interests in mind they have their best interests in mind they are trying to make a business and the idea is well they'll make money and you will see some value in it that's how it is but nah that's not really true you need to put your thinking hat on and keep an eye on your effort and your results eventually if your effort is true the score takes care of itself and when poor results come by a postmortem needs to be done on the effort as i understand more of the philosophy that drives me i realize the two big efforts of my life stay true to this at the quad our primary mantra to our students is just show up at d9 it is all about clarifying what the effort in your lifestyle one needs to put in is now it's not because of the quad and the d9 that i'm preaching this it is because i believe this that i'm a part of the quad and the d9 it's the other way around so long story short focus on effort keep an eye on the results and you need to have a broader view than just looking at results and that's that folks the second post is called the time delay stomach calling brain there's a delay in that there's a simple reason that you tend to overeat because the chemical signaling from your gut to your brain takes a bit of time once you eat a bit the appropriate signals are triggered and then they need to travel up and then it needs to tell your brain to hey oh i'm full i need to stop eating that's why something as simple as eating slower chewing more waiting a bit for your seconds is a game changer likewise many things in our body if not pretty much everything are not that instant you cannot go lift a bunch of weights and expect to have muscles tomorrow remember soreness is not an indicator of much except soreness there are a lot of good things because of this time delay it's not just oh i did work there i'm not seeing fat loss oh I, you would just spin your wheels but if you take a break or of a week or two from strength training your strength levels really don't drop likewise 
you don't do anything for a week, your endurance levels stay more or less the same. Your body remembers and will continue to stay strong as long as you pick it up back in time. Now let's look at instant gratification, right? You start a new diet. You see some cool immediate results. Where's the time delay, you ask, but hey, that's how the body works. You expect it to continue week on week, but in about two to three weeks, the slowdown is clear. And then it stalls. Well, what do you do now, buddy? Well, you have two options. Option A, as the media puts it, do something else and confuse your body. Or option B, stick with your plan. As long as the plan, you know, makes sense. Because it takes time. You double down on your plan. You double down on your effort. That's what you should do. Changing up, you know, the metabolism, the landscape, the blah, blahs inside, inside your body takes time. For it to understand that you're putting in the right fuel, the right stressors, you know, sorting out your sleep debt, slowly the organic machine starts to right itself. And it takes a while to build momentum. It takes a few days, weeks, months for results to show. It's just way too complex to measure everything. Okay? Cannot just flip a switch and expect to see results. Oh, but I've been eating salads for lunch and dinner. I've lost only a kilo. Uh, okay. How many non-salads have you been eating for the past how many years? Remember, if you're doing most things right, the key is to continue. That's how you make long-term progress. Consistency greater than intensity, as we like to say at the quad. You become healthier, you become fitter, 